Welcome back to Are You For Real with Sarah Frick. Today we have Stephen Corey, who many of you know from Corey Chiropractic. Say hello. Hello. You're wearing Christmas socks. <laughs> you know, that. every day's Christmas, homie. Um, and I have been working with, or getting adjustments and therapy from Stephen for, I mean, 13 years. How long have you been down here? Work, how long have you been open your, when did you open your office? So my sister who was doing yoga with you, mm-hmm. referred you in because I think you couldn't turn your neck or something. And she was like, Steven, my yogi, she's the best. <laughs> I need you to get her in. I was like, sure, Trish, just give her my Sully and then bam, hook it up. Yeah. And we've been going together ever since. I mean, we've been, we've been together <laughs> longer than most people have been married. That's true. <laughs> you, what you do is so much more than like a physical adjustment. Let's get a little background on you first. So tell, a lot of people know who you are, but let's talk about, tell us... Who you are, where you're from, a little backstory. Okay, quick backstory because it's a long story. Uh, my parents, our family moved here when I was six from Jamaica. And uh, so I grew up in Charleston and in Jamaica at the same time. So Charleston during the year, Jamaica in the summers to kind of understand my culture, go back, live with some of the family. Um, so I kind of take the best of both cultures and just kind of melted in one because you don't really fit into one place or the other. Yeah. Like you just kind of grow up being like, okay, I'm, I'm not really here and I'm not really there. And so you just find things and just make it your own and try to be your true self, you know? So what, why'd your parents move from Jamaica to Charleston? Oh, that's a great question. Well, uh, during the seventies, Jamaica was economically strapped with embargoes because the government was, uh, Thinking about going socialist, I would say. That's probably the most accurate way of describing it. So when you think about going socialist, your prime minister goes to Cuba Mm -hmm. and then goes to Russia in the 70s. Not necessarily a good look in the eyes of America, of course. And so, you know, sanctions came. They put a lot of pressure on businesses. The economy started to buckle. And so crime rate rose. Where in Jamaica are you from? Kingston. Okay. Yes. The capital. Yeah. So your parents, are your parents here in Charleston? Yeah. So my parents, my sister, um, my uncle, uh, some cousins. Why Charleston? Yeah, that's another great question. So we had some cousins that were here and it was the easiest place for um, our family to start a business. Mm -hmm. What was the business? It was a trucking company. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. Logistics. I think that's what they call it now, right? Logistics? Yeah. Is that? I don't know. I don't even know. I think that's like the sexy, sexy for a trucking for company? Trucking. Do you know what I'm saying? Like everybody's got like a sexy term. Like oh, yeah. logistics. I'm in logistics. So I think it was back in the day, it was like, yo, you're oh, just. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you yeah, were in logistics. But that's a good business. Great business. Yeah. Great business. Your family Westport. still has it? No, we did like restaurants and did other things. So do you go back to Jamaica a lot? Um, I used to go back every year at least. Yes. Have you, but you brought your kids? Oh, yes. It's important. Do you guys still have a house there? Um, we still have, we still have a house in Kingston. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Oh, but we do have a ton of family. So in Jamaican, our culture, like you can't go to Jamaica and not like spend time with your family. Like you can't just go there and stay in a hotel. You kind of have to like stay with your family. Yeah. Which is different. Like, would it be rude? Oh, hell yeah. So like <laughs> in America, you like, yeah, yeah. Come to Charleston. But, uh, you know, the hotel rates are going to be less there in this time. So come during this time. Like you couldn't say that yeah. in like our culture. You yeah. could be like, yeah, um, stay on the street of the hotel. Like you can have like 20 people in your house, literally. Yeah. And it's a big house, but I mean, you know, it's kind of like being with family. And so a lot of times we'll go back for Christmas, which is good. Oh, that's go fun. Back. Yeah, it was great. Mm. 
Christmas time in Jamaica and like any British based country is a lot of fun. There's like Boxing Day, so there's lots of parties yep. and you know like lots of you know not light nights out. People don't necessarily work as much, so that's always a, a little good bit thing. more relaxed. Super relaxed. Okay, so before we dive into like all the things that people probably a lot of things people know about you, mm-hmm. I like what you were talking about how you like you weren't fully in the states, you weren't fully there, and like mm-hmm. you kind of created your own culture. Yeah, I guess that's probably the best because that is really how you it. feel when you're in your office. Oh, that's sweet. No, it's true. Thank you. Um, so talk to talk, talk about that. Like, what'd you pull from each? Okay, so um. You know, when I, we first started, it was 2002 and I was 26 and I looked really young. I mean, I got good skin. You so do. You don't you even know. You got to know. You got to know that this dude got some good skin. <laughs> so I was 26 looking like 11 and a half. And so. You lucky, which, lucky devil. Hold on. Hold on. The struggle was real because, you know, growing up in Charleston, I was seeing age wise, I was seeing my, my friend's parents and my friend's parents' grandparents mm-hmm. that I went to high school with because I went to Bishop England. Bishop England was downtown. So I'm seeing people People like, um, are you Steven? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm Steven. So then we started using the technique of dressing in suits to make us look older. Okay. And, um, you know, we did that for a while until, honestly, like the pandemic. And then I, I stopped. That is but, true. So then I started, like, dressing more casual, like, becoming a little bit more of a relaxed version of myself. Yeah. So going back to the question <laughs> of making like the, the office, like my specific culture, it's just like a, it's kind of like an evolution, just like with who you are in life, right? right. Is you just, you want to be this person inside your head, you know, like, and it's really not until your actions outwardly mirror who you think you are in your head that you become your real person. But say, it does, say that one more time. Hold on. Say it again, slower. So you know when somebody goes, yo, that dude over there, he must be like really nice. And so like somebody like me, who's obviously very skeptical, but um, a little bit more real, is like, how the fuck do you know he's nice? Yeah. Just because he like smiled at you and didn't jack you. Right. You know, like I'm, I, I, and the funny thing is I'm very optimistic, but with people, I'm a little bit more realistic. Okay. And so um, most people are giving you a, a version of themselves that is what they wish to be, but it's not somebody that they practice all the time. I mean, we you could just, we could have a whole podcast about that. I get it. But it, I think that being present gives you the opportunity to be authentic. Yeah. You know, like, and I know that those things are really, really hard to comprehend. Trust me, because I practice every day to try to do those things. And it, it, it really is the work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the works. When you say being present, like what does being present mean to you? Just taking it all in and just being cool with it. You know, like, let's say my scrambled eggs that I made for the kids this morning was jacked up. And then I could let it, like, <laughs> I could let it marinate and be like, man, I just fucked up their scrambled eggs. Something to do every day, I just fucked it up. And I can just let it just really fuck my energy up for really? the rest of the day. Yeah. Does, does, but say, like, they were, like, did it upset them? No, but it, it doesn't matter. Because your perception is your reality. Yeah. So my perception, and if I go into like an OCD loop, I can be like, okay, now I got to lock the door 20 times this yep. way, yep. lock the door 20 times that way. And then my whole day cascades into this, like this where I'm a bot. Yeah. You know, I'm controlled by my actions. See, I get, I'm controlled by other people. I can see that. I'm controlled by how other people, A, perceive me or what energy am I putting off on them? 
I mean, we could definitely dive into that, but at the end of the day, I'm sure you know why. Because I'm a people pleaser? Well, I mean, that's your superpower, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know very much about how you were brought up or how your family situation was, but at some point in your life, you probably felt a little bit abandoned. Oh, 100%. So then you just want to make sure that, again, people love you. Why do you think I surround myself with 100,000 people all the time, you know? Homie, it's all good. It's, you know? It is all good, but the it's it's a little taxing on the, on the old nervous system sometimes. Well, you just got to, you know what I always tell you, you just got to set your boundaries up, mm-hmm. right? Like, and I see this a lot with your demographic. I'm not trying to be racist or anything. White women. <laughs> but I'm just saying you're a demographic. You know, like you, you guys are just at a point where you guys are burning it at all ends. And what ends up, I mean, what's up happening is you guys just sacrifice so much of yourself that you forget who you are. Yeah. Lindsay, is this the best day of your life? <laughs> so it's like, I'm just She's saying. She's a mom of three, too. Yeah, I'm just saying that, like, look. Like, when's enough? When is it going to be enough? I don't know. So let's talk about that. We haven't even talked about, like, you going to chiropractic school or any of this other Yeah, but let's not talk about that because there's many chiropractors out there. Okay, I know. But I want to talk about why you do, like, why you fell in love with the practice because it is a practice that we can talk about. You want to talk about chiropractic and what it's about? Well, I do do in a little bit. But first I want to talk about what we were just talking about. The practice and how I made it, like, culturally Yeah, but what were we talking about after that? About Being present? Oh, about when is enough enough. Yeah, when, when is enough I don't enough? know. Like, no, that's the thing. Okay, so what we're doing is, what's the number one killer with of men, and you can fact check this. I don't know. My facts are always skewed, so always fact check me. Yeah. But from like 30 to 55, the number one killer of men is themselves. Uh, like, that is a... that is Like, a, like killing themselves? Yes, homie. So like, Damn. when you guys say, yo, I can't find a partner, like, you know, like... I don't know what to do. Is it me? What's going on? Am I not nice enough? Am I not, do I not look good? Do I need to be blonde? Because if I'm a brunette, like right. what, what, what's the deal? Like the reality is like, we just have to, cons- we have to make sure that we understand the numbers and the numbers are, we need to continue to, in all seriousness, if we're all going to survive, we have to create better men. Uh, and, and, and I'm not saying, oh, the man's got to be better. No, no, no. I I'm get saying that. that like, we have to make sure that men are prepared to go out into the, into the world and see it for what it is. Like, okay, sh- shit's hard. Right? I, I was literally having this conversation with John the other day. Um, someone mutual we know um, committed suicide. And to your point, and John was like, man, it just seems like all these things keep happening. And I was like, here's the deal. Men are... are Men are, especially I believe Southern men, are not taught to feel. Don't talk about it. Don't feel it. And then it's like it just fucking lives inside you and it explodes, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, not to get in a big talk about the patriarchy, but I think the patriarchy lets men and women both down. I mean, it's called the system, right? Yeah. It's just it's not really helping us become better humans. So we have to become better humans. And that's to my point, like your business, it's kind of like a pocket. Like when I go, it is a lot of it. I like body, like I need it. You know, I sit bad. I got the boobs and, um, but I always feel like so much more connected, like on a physical and emotional and a mental level. And now a word from our new sponsor, which I am super excited about. Clean Your Dirty Face is opening December 16th. They're located in Oyster Park right next to the works, Mount Pleasant. This isn't your typical spa setting. It's a lively, open concept facial bar. It's a clean, non-toxic and fragrance-free 30-minute facial customized for your skin's needs. Sometimes all we have is 30 minutes, you know? 
The solution to clean, more radiant skin is routine skincare. They created their 30-minute facial not to replace the zen-like experience you get with a spa day, but in terms of skincare, it's the place to visit an esthetician consistently and receive personalized professional skincare in a bright and vibrant setting. Most of their clients say their favorite parts of their ice queens are signature five-point acupressure face massage to help with blood circulation, lymphatic drainage, and obviously relaxation. You'll love it and you might fall asleep. Your first facial is only $35 with promo code VIRGIN. Also, they'll still be selling their founding membership until their opening date, $99 for unlimited facials. Their products are gentle enough, you can get multiple facials a month and you'll definitely have glowing skin. Check them out, cleanyourdirtyface.com. Yeah, that space has been literally tweaked and has but evolved. But it's not just, it's not the physical space, it's you. No, I know, but you, you are gotta, the space. Yeah, but you control your own energy. Yeah. Like your vibration controls your space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? So like, and also like, I'm very specific on who I work on. Yeah. So like, I'm not working on people that I can't really emotionally connect with. Do you ever have people come in and you're like, this ain't going to work? Hell no. I'm in the middle of an alley. Well, I mean. No, so, but yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, don't people find you? And like, what if they're no. crazy? Whoa, whoa. Everybody's crazy. Yeah, that's true. Right. We're all crazy. Yeah. You know, like I can just function today. Yeah. So let's go back to that. So okay. we're talking about men not being able to talk, bottling things up. The system is against us because it is. It's there to control us, right? So if we're not going to connect with each other, there's no way we can we can get through this. You know, like th- this is a, this is a real struggle. Yeah. For lots of different types of people. You know, because again, with with the way that I I practice in my practice, I see all different parts of our community, socioeconomically, ethnically, um, you know, all different sexes. So at the end of the day, everybody's struggling with the same thing, personal relationships, mm-hmm. being their authentic self, and just trying to figure out what's their best, what's their best space. Like what's going to make me happy. You know how many times people are like, yo, what's going to make you happy? I don't know that. Nobody's ever asked me that. Mm-hmm. Or I haven't heard that question in a long time. Can you imagine that? Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm saying, yo dog, you look like shit today. What's going to make you happy? <laughs> yeah. Right? Straight up. Nothing, yeah. no filter, nothing. Like, let's just get to the point. So when, I, so I think about that question because that is stuff that I'd say, like John and I talk about, like, what, what what's going to make you happy? Because he's, and he's always like, to quit my job. Okay. But he can't, he can, he won't. He can't. Well, I think they need to just evolve into a space where he feels like he's, he's... We should have him on here with us right now, He's okay. doing... Well, maybe we can. I mean, like evolve into a space where if you can't you're make... You're my the, next Kira. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you can't make that choice and you're the boss, then who's going to make that choice? Right. Right? I mean, we know that it doesn't matter how much money you make, it's not going to make you happy. We Everybody knows that now. Yeah. Cat's out of the bag. Yeah. Like that jet, like, uh, what is that commercial? It's a Ciroc commercial with P. Diddy. Look where that got him. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, yeah. look, I'm just saying it, it, the <laughs> truth is out there. Wake up, people. Yeah. You know, like, so then look within, make yourself a better person, vibrate higher, connect with that person where you're like, yo, why is that girl sitting in the corner? Let me just go and just talk to her and just acknowledge that person that yeah. they're a human being. Yeah, yeah. Right? Instead of looking at my fucking Facebook. You feel me? A hundred percent. Okay, so let's get out of it. Let's lean in and let's make sure that we're connected to our community because at the end of the day, it doesn't take much for your community to be, you know, to have issues, you know, like, and whenever you see those issues, we can make changes on a daily basis with just how we, how we present, are we our best self? Are we working tomorrow to become that, that self that we want in our head? Like, that's the key. That's the works. 
How did you like that one? <laughs> I like that. All right. How did you? But all right. Was good, so how do you it? like live that in your life, like at home? Okay. So you're that's married. A, you got that's two a, kids. That's a great question. So working with your partner, that is going to be the test. Okay. I'm just going to be, I love my wife and there's nothing that I can say that you guys could understand how much I love Lori. Mm-hmm. Right. But communication is different. Like I communicate, I'm a man. Like, and I'm going to be sexist on this. I'm a man. She's a woman. We communicate differently. That's not sexist. It's not. There's, uh, there's masculine and feminine energy in the world. All right, homie. I'm just trying to, like, I, I have you no idea. You don't have to be above you. the line on this podcast. I'm not this above the line. This is for real. I'm way below the line. <laughs> as you know. Everybody Same. knows that. I'm just trying to make sure. I mean, sure. some of the advice you've given me over the years. I'm just trying to make sure that, like, you know, at the end of the day, I don't know what's, I'm not in the corporate world. I'm in, like, one-on-one world. Yeah, me too. So, like, I can just be my, again, my authentic self and just say shit that I want to say. Yep. But just being a man and her being a woman, it's going to give us communication issues. Mm-hmm. And she is a great communicator. Me, I am a great communicator if you do what I tell you to do. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have problems. Yeah. So if you don't work on those things and, I don't, and you don't put yourself and think about a different perspective, which is what I've learned from her, then you're not, I'm not going to be able to communicate the way that I really want to communicate mm-hmm. because in the, the day, my goal is to, for you to do what I tell you to do. Right. But if I don't know how, what, what I say lands on you, then that probably won't happen. Yeah. So it's basically a, a win-win situation. Right. And, you know, and so with men, are you, can, are you able to say you're sorry? I say that all the time. I mean, I've got two sisters. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I so was like, John. are you so, middle? Yeah. Yeah, so John. So it's just it's easy for me to understand where I where I come short or you know, I can put my boundary up like, look, you don't need to talk to me like that. Right? Like I know you're frustrated, but and I know you're putting it out on me, but this is my boundary. You don't need to talk to me like that. Mm-hmm. And she down regulates very quickly. She's like, Okay, I get it. Yeah. You know? And so that's how we're able to kind of balance it out. Mm-hmm. You know, because I can tell her things more now because I'm not really worried about how you know, like and my perception of when she would talk about things, you know, like I would think that, oh my God, that's like stressing her out. But the reality is me learning about how women communicate. Women communicate through discourse. Mm-hmm. Like you talk about a lot. Yeah. You know, and that way you can kind of figure out the best course of action. Yep. Whereas men, we do not talk. No, I know. We look at the finish line and say, okay, we're going to get to the finish line. John wants to fix everything for me. Of course. And like a lot of the stuff that happens at the business, I don't go to him for and it's not it's and I've told him a million times like it's not personal it's not personal mm-hmm. and he, I mean we've had some like legit fights he's like I don't understand why you won't like take my advice or listen to what I have to say and it's like I think part of it is to like women in leadership like and I mean again I hope this isn't sexist but like I don't think like I don't lead from contention I lead from conversation and so like John's like fuck that bitch unfollow fire you're done never speak her name again and I'm like that doesn't this is going to be a process for me like I need like time to like feel this make sure I'm making the right decision have the conversation hear all 27 sides that's just who I am I mean and that's a great thing to either learn or to practice or both because mm-hmm. if you don't know it you're going to learn it one yeah. way or the other yeah because I mean I don't know if somebody's having a bad day and they just there's bitchy to me because they're having maybe somebody shit in their salad. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Like I got to give people and I've learned to give people like that 
oh, they're having, they're having a bad day. Mm-hmm. That's not really them. Right. But we are very quick to be like, oh, that fucking bitch said something to me. And, you know, I know I knew she was a bitch when I saw her. Like, yeah. how the fuck do you know that? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, you, you don't know everything. You know, so don't perceive that because when you do something wrong, when you cut somebody off or when you basically jump in front of the line and whole paycheck, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want somebody to say, oh, man, that guy's a dick. Look yeah. at him. Got an ice cream <laughs> shirt on. I yeah. could tell. Yeah. <laughs> I knew he was going to cut in front of me. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, let's just make sure that we give each other grace. And then again, we're being our best self yeah. and we're helping everybody out because, again, we're all in the community. Well, yeah. And I think like to your point about like the Whole Foods thing or whatever it is, it's like we only have snapshots into each other's lives. Like you said, like it can just be someone's like bad day or it can be like they're going through something really hard or they're going through something really great. I've done that, too. I'm like, God, this person's amazing. And my intuition was like, no, 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 no. And I'm but look at all they're providing and what they're bringing. And then. Yeah, but just I mean, gotcha. yeah. And again, it just kind of goes back to like, I do think that women have a, a, a better intuition. And I don't know if that's just evolution, but I think one thing that we've done that I think is that does you obviously the system has done to you guys as a disservice is like, get out of your feelings, mm-hmm. get out of your feelings. Don't be so emotional. Mm-hmm. Don't be that girl. Right. Yeah. Like be a big girl. What the fuck does that mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, at the end of the day, trust your gut, go with your intuition because believe it or not, I would say if you look back at all the decisions you've made <laughs> that were positive or negative, whatever your gut told you, if you really look back, it was probably 99.9% true. I know. You just don't want to do it. Well, you're emotionally attached in one way to something. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But again, men, on the other hand, they're not as emotionally attached. And so we make rash decisions like, oh, yeah, fuck that dude. He's a dick. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Delete him from my, delete so, him from my flip so phone. So what's better from my flip phone? <laughs> what's better? The, the complimentary relationships. Yeah. Everybody, I mean, for the most part, most people know who, who do like you know, like counseling or couples therapy, it's always the complementary relationships that work, you know? And because I do think that there is a, there's always going to be a compromise. Yeah. Right. Like, and, and again, like nobody is going to give you everything, you know, which goes back to what you were talking about with John and yeah. the, and the business, you know, nobody's going to be your everything, Mm-mm. you know? No, I agree. I but think- we sold that. Like how many Disney movies have you guys watched? Yeah, I know. Not trying to be sexist. No, we got a lot. Of, I got girls like, and kids. And- like one of them was um, Little Mermaid. She literally gave up being the queen or princess of her own she world. She gave up her fin to get legs. <laughs> Who does that? Right. You're a mermaid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not, I mean, like, what are you teaching girls? Like, oh, you're going to just, you need to find this one dude. I guarantee you, and this is, this is, again, fact check me always, but there's multiple people in your lives that you could spend time with yeah. and they're brought into your life to basically help you learn more about yourself. Mm-hmm. They may not be Mr. Mr. Right forever, but they're maybe Mr. Right now. There's a lot of Mr. Right nows, mm-hmm. you know, Yeah. you know, but at the end of the day, that's not what you're taught or onboarded, you know, like in our system, you're taught that you're going to find this dude and he's going to be your everything. And he, at the end of the day, that's one of the reasons why people just get so like, they get so jaded. Do you feel like though, as a, as men, like in the cult, like the culture, like men are taught that they have to be somebody's every everything. Like men are like supposed to be like adored and worshipped. I I think men, unfortunately, <coughs> don't necessarily see that, and I think that's one of the reasons why there is difficulty in you know like being with a a, a strong female partner mm-hmm. is that we don't really see our 
how easy it is for us. You know, because we only look at sometimes like the difficult things, mm-hmm. you know, like, dang, obviously gonna pull me over. I'm definitely gonna get a ticket because I'm a male. Like, is that how that even, works? I can't even cry because the guy would be like, okay, I'm gonna write you two tickets in. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> you know, so we, we highlight those things, but it's, again, we talk about that with our brain. Our brain has a reticular activating system, which highlights what you actually think about. Yeah. You know, so if you focus on one thing, you're going to see that all the time. You know, and it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like a Facebook or an Instagram filter. Mm-hmm. Like what you look at, they're going to put more of. Oh, that's how I got the stress. Gangsta. <laughs> um, but I, I again, there's there's a lot of things that we need to do. But it starts with, again, being present, making those choices to be a better person all the time and just showing the world who you are. Yeah. You know, what do you have to lose? Somebody's not going to like you. Well, guess what? You probably won't like them anyway. I was thinking about this. Um, so we've had some transitions in our staff. And as we were just like Carter and I, like in leadership, we're talking about like having to make these changes. You know, the, the people pleaser in me and her was like, what is everyone going to think? What is everyone going to think? And I was like, you know what? This morning I just like dropped him. I mean, we've already made the changes, but it dropped me in my body. And I was like, the people that are attracted to like that energy are going to go that way no matter what. The people that are attracted to this energy are going to be part of this energy. It's like, that's not for me to control. No. And I have to stay like literally, you know, I have to keep my focus in my lane, stay in the vein of my work. For shizzle. <sighs> but it's a, it's a tough one. I keep learning that one over and over. Yeah. But I mean, again, I mean, most of your, most of the people on your team are women. Oh yeah. Okay. So it's then, like all women and Sean and Khalid and yeah, Dimitri. Yeah. But, and again, I mean, women are, you guys are fluid, fluid, learning, evolving, beautiful creatures. You know? Thank you. I agree. I mean, so you can't really, like, they may be on your team now, right? Like, hey, look, we're vibing up. We're creating good synergy. And we're doing great work here. But they may need to vibe somewhere else. Yeah. You know? And so if you really want to be a people pleaser, then you just let people be themselves. Ooh. But, all right, so I do want to talk a little bit about chiropractic. Like, how oh. did you find that you loved it? How did you get into it? When's the first time you've... That's a great question. That is probably a very profound question. Um, so I will dive into that. When I was a baby, uh, I was born a month and a half premature. And so that being said in the middle seventies, there wasn't really a lot that you could do for like lung formation and, you know, like, so, so babies that came out early, had a lot of like allergies, asthma, Mm -hmm. skin issues, jaundice, I had all of those things. And so, um, it's funny, my, my grandmother used to keep me outside for, I don't know, like 20, 30 minutes a day just to like get my color back. Mm-hmm. And um, so I had really bad asthma and allergies and, you know, I would get some treatments in Miami. And uh, when we moved there for, for a while, we found a chiropractor <coughs> in uh, North Miami Beach. And he was uh, basically, he, they referred us to him because I was getting a- asthma attacks like weekly. Yeah. And so he started adjusting my rib cage and I started breathing a little bit better because he was able to open up my, my lung field. And, uh, you know, it's something that we, I've been using since I was a baby and it's been tremendous. And so when we moved to Charleston, we found, uh, Dr. Fox uh-huh. and, uh, he was used to be on Ashley frustrate. It was always, <laughs> it was always Ashley frustrate, even the eighties people. So like <laughs> you guys have moved in, they're not from here. It's always been like that. Uh-huh. So anyway. Um, we'd go up there after, after school and I'd get adjusted and he was like, he was mad cool, super cool. 
like the most authentic. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? It's six. I was like seven, seven. No, I was like eight or nine. I was like, this dude, this, this is what I want to do. You know, like his, his vibe was so deep. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. You this felt is what that I, at that young age. Yeah. This is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And then from eight years old, I knew I was going to be a chiropractor. Because I knew that's what I was. Yeah. I didn't have to be anything. I just had to be myself. Yeah. And so I would go like, you know, I made really good grades. And um, I just remember in college. You played soccer though too, right? Yeah. Played soccer in college. And, you know, I could have played in MLS. And um, going back to, you know, like in college, I'd, I'd work at Lloyd's Soccer, Lloyd's Sports. Every soccer player that grows up at Charleston works there. Because it literally is, is that the, the one best in Mount place. Pleasant? Oh yeah, My, Waylon loves it. Yeah, love that place. You can, I mean, if you're a soccer player, you can you can spend months in that store. Mm-hmm. And um, I just remember helping a lady, and she was like, um, she's like, oh, you're, you know, you got such a great demeanor, and you know, like, thanks for all your help. She's like, you know, what do you? you I know you're in college. What do you want to do? I was like, oh, I'm gonna be a chiropractor. She's like, chiropractor. Um, have you thought about being like an um, orthopedic surgeon or osteopath? <laughs> and I'm like. No, I think I'm going to be a chiropractor. And she's like, well, I mean, you know, they, they don't necessarily have the best reputation. And I was like, I understand that. But, you know, at the end of the day, it was something that really helped me. And I think I can help a lot of people with it. Yeah. So I could have got a little offended, but no. it's really hard to offend me. Yeah. So. That's amazing. Yeah. So then you went to chiropractic school after that. Yeah. So what then, is that, a two-year school? How does that I work? I wish it was two years. Two years in my mind. Um, it was... It is 14 quarters without any breaks. What does that mean? So that means that you have to go to school year-round for three and a half years without this a break. This was after you went to... Yes, after... after um, no breaks? Yeah, you got like the only but, break. I mean, I guess it's like, you know, of course, like people are like, oh, what if they break your neck or whatever like that? Then you you literally has have that, to does wait. Does that happen? Yeah, people fail courses. And if you fail courses, because you have to have a certain amount of courses to take each part of your national boards. So there's four parts. So if you fail a course, you automatically basically lose a quarter. Damn. And you know, the cost of school is like mad expensive. So like, I was like, you know what? For sure, I've done harder things in my life and I will absolutely not fail anything. Yeah. And I didn't. And then I passed all my boards right away, which was really good because the boards were expensive. Yep. And if you fail one, you can't take the next one without taking the one that you failed. Jeez. So that could push you six months. So some people, you could, it's, it's taken, I mean, on an average, it could take people like five, six years just to get their license. Damn. Struggle's real. Yeah. Um, but no, we, I started the, we started the practice in 2002 and, you know, I've loved being home and being in the community. I was going to live in Barcelona with one of my best friends, but um, I wanted to get back, be with my family. Yeah. Is that when you met your wife? Um, no, I met my wife in 2004. We met at Sermet's, my friend Sermet's restaurant oh, downtown. Yeah. Yep. Place was good. It's not there anymore. They moved, right? Yeah, they moved to Daniel Island, but it's still good. Same food. Yeah. Same guy. And you have two kids. Two boys, yep. You live across the street from me. Yeah, that's how we roll. <laughs> keep, it, keep it in the hood. Um, you know? For people that, because this, first of all, our, the conversation we've just had is fascinating, but for anybody that's like interested in chiropractic, that's like on the fence, what, like the reason why I went, mm-hmm. well, I, be, is because my body was jacked up. So jacked. And everybody was like, you gotta go see Dr. Corey, gotta go see Dr. Corey. And then I just, you know, fell in love with it. But it is scary. 
Yeah, of Hearing course. the cracks is a little freaky. It's intense, you know, but again, there's a lot of different types of chiropractic. Like we just met Kate, mm-hmm. who does NET, and NET is great. Um, but you have to be you have to be an NET provider. And NET, the way that I see the body is like a, a series of joints that it looks either in place or out of place. Mm-hmm. And I know exactly where it's out of place and I just crack it back into place and then I'm satisfied. Patients feel better. Like it's a pretty like it's a pretty carnal experience, you know, because I am resetting your central nervous system Mm -hmm. with NET. You have that same experience, but the chiropractor is barely sometimes they don't even touch you. Yeah. You know, so there's moving your energy. So you have to be really, really in tune. She is like. Yeah. She's so, like, when she walked in the room, I, like, my whole, I was like, oh. You relax. I relaxed. Yeah, she's she's great. She's cool. I would definitely refer some patients to her. Yeah, she's really cool. Yeah. Um, what, like, what kind of people come see you? People come, can see you with injuries? Everybody. I mean. But there's maintenance, too. Like, you can just co- go. Oh, yeah. But, it, again, your body's always going to tell you something. Yeah. You know, like, that's the great thing about what we do is we try to teach you guys how um, your body responds to chiropractic and to alignment or misalignment. And so you can see the triggers like, oh, my God, my shoulder is stuck high mm-hmm. or, you know, like my my low back is a little bit crooked or I, you know, for whatever reason, this one leg is longer. I mean, try chiropractic. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I would say it can't hurt, but I mean, the reality is sometimes it does a little bit. But it's so like but it's so great. It Thanks. really is. I yeah. appreciate that. I need to get an adjustment so bad. What are where do you see my defaults in my system? <laughs> well, I mean, that that breakdancing in, injury really jacked you up. Yeah. And most people will have a, a what we call a unilateral biomechanical injury, which means it's a bunch of gar- it really is just you broke or hurt some side of your body, left or right or anterior or posterior, that creates an imbalance that the rest of your body is trying to align off of. So this is interesting. Okay, so I've noticed this the past few weeks, like, and it's on my left side where I did have my injury, but, mm-hmm. like, if when I go into a push-up, it feels like my biceps were really strained. Okay. So... So what that is is usually, like, now it's gone, your neck is a little bit off, mm-hmm. and there's a little bit of compression at the base of your neck because the cords at the base of your neck... Are the are the nerves that control all the muscles in your in your body? Okay. It also could be a little bit of scar tissue, but in all seriousness, well, I, thought, I was like, I don't want to pop something. I doubt that. You're it just in, feels you're, tight and weird, but I don't know. I mean, you could be, and also there's you know also trauma to that area. Yeah. So we all we do know that your cells and your um, you know, your muscles hold trauma. So when people come in, they're like, especially you women. You're like, your traps in your neck are like a rock. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's where I hold my, my, my stress. And I'm like, well, you can't be holding that shit anymore, bag lady. <laughs> bag lady, you're going to hurt it's your true. neck. It's you know? true. Yeah. So, like, at the end of the day, we just want to make sure, again, you, you know your body. It's very, very specific. Like, you know when to come in. That's why we have online scheduling. You book when you want. Yeah. Because we don't do plans. You're right. Okay? Yeah. Like, it's not physical therapy. Yeah. We do chiropractic. Do you think it's bad to crack your knuckles? No, I love it. I do it. I do it all. But I'm why, wait, why do I do it all night long? Like I'll wake up um, in the night and I'll like crack them, and it's like so loud at night. Okay, so what happens for me in my personal experience? My hands, because I work with my hands all day long. When they, when I have that, I'm usually dehydrated. Oh, that makes total sense. So when I'm dehydrated, and what I do is I take a drip drop or a noon or mm-hmm. liquid IV at night. Sometimes I'll take two at night because I'm like a teacher. 
You know what I'm saying? Like I can't be I can't be R. Kelly and all day long. Mm-hmm. I gotta like make sure that you know, like I manage my urine output, you know? Yeah. So that's true. Maybe you, that's a little bit TMI, but no, no, that makes sense. You know, like, so I can't, I have to choose my hydration times away from when I'm working. Right. So it's usually after work. So you don't drink water during the day at all? I drink a little, very little. Hmm. For me, it's See, I only drink water here. What do you drink at home? Um, I mean, I'll drink, I will, I drink LaCroix, which doesn't really hydrate you. You and Post Malone? <laughs> I mean, I like, I like a bubbly water. That's all good. I'm not trying to shame and you. And I drink anything. tea. I drink hot, like herbal tea. That's good. But you're I also not, drink tequila. You drink, you're drinking alcohol still? Yeah. Damn, I'm, I'm the last man standing. I know. It's all good. I'm not trying to shame you or anything. You're not. I don't feel shamed. It just, just feel you know. shamed by Lindsay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Damn. I, have, I, I saw that All Saints thing that's supposed to be like a mushroom wine or something. Have you seen that? Have you tried that? Uh-uh. It's supposed to be like a non-alcoholic. But kind I mean, of I, but I like lot. mushrooms too. I know you do. <laughs> I mean, we can talk about microdosing. I don't think there's, I, personally, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I don't think there's anything wrong with it either. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with you trying to figure your body out. Yeah. But also like finding different ways of making your body perform better. That's just like an all seriousness traditional medicine. Yep. It's like, oh, you know, I got allergies. Let me take some Allegra D. Allegra D works great for people. I even, my kids take it. Yep. You know, like, so some people are like, oh, well, you know, like, you should try something all natural. Well, guess what? We tried everything all natural. And guess what? Allegra D is the bomb.com. You yeah. can breathe. So use it. Yep. You know, because I'm never, people were like, oh, you should be on this side or that side. No, you should be on all sides. Figure out what works best for you and then do it. And do it for you. For sure. And don't worry about what I'm doing. Bam. Yeah. Don't worry about me. Don't. So good. Um, what else? What else is what else? Let's see. So you have two, do you have three practices or two? So we got Mount Plastic, um, downtown, mm. which is the OG, original, and then Somerville. Somerville's great. Somerville oh, is that's a, what I was going to ask. Do you ever go out there? Um, no, my partner, Diana, she's phenomenal. Oh, I she's met her the, before. Yeah. She's the only acupuncturist chiropractor in South Carolina. Wow. She's, she's like the white Oprah for real. Is Sarah still working with you? Stowers? Yeah. Teamwork. Um, I got to... That is one oh, yeah. great tell, thing. Tell I'm so lucky. Like I am the luckiest person on the planet because I've got a really great team. Um, that, I mean, they're they're rock stars at what they do. Acupuncturists, business managers, insurance, everything. So like everything is very seamless. Yep. So I'm very lucky. It's a nice one stop shop. Hey, thank you. And you have massage. We have massage in Somerville, and we're looking at probably having a massage, another massage therapist downtown that'll work with Sarah. Mm-hmm. So they'll do like massage and acupuncture because we want to have that again. Yeah. It's just really, really hard um, because what our patients expect, because we're the first, we were really the first like healthcare practice to have massage therapy in the office. Mm-hmm. And that was like in 2003. Um, before that, it was kind of like the rub and tug places on Cross County Road. <laughs> you know, like people would be like, oh, you want a massage? Yeah. Okay. Right. You know, like I think the only other nice place was Stella Note. Was Stella No? It was the one on East Bay Street. What's that one called? I don't know. It used to be over by the Eckerd back in the day, way back in the day. Back in the day when most people were teenagers on this podcast. I don't know. Um, what is it? It's, it's, I, this, anyway. It's on East Bay Street now. It's still and there? Still there. Oh. And they were they did massages. Oh, uh, I know. Earthling. Earthling. Yeah. Earthling was the OG. Yep. You know, but a lot of the patients didn't didn't necessarily want to spend that much money, mm-hmm. nor did they want that, like, relaxation experience. They wanted somebody to go in there and grind out their, 
their their grizzle basically that's what i always say about sarah because i've done acupuncture with her for like sports related injuries like body injuries and then i do have a woman i work with for or that i did work with like for fertility okay and like she's like you know reminds me of the kate that was just here lisa Mm -hmm. so just very calm like she's a like she's like walking into like a womb yeah so you can just feel you can just feel all the feels yeah feel all the feels I mean, it's, it's nice to be able to, again, like have a good um, provider that you can really connect with. Mm-hmm. Also, that's super important because you don't have to go to somebody that you don't like. See, a lot of people will just be rolling up and be like, man, I really hate that so-and-so. And then you still go. Yeah. You know, try to vibe with your provider. You know, don't just take whoever you can get. <laughs> I think that goes for like everything, too. Like, I'm always like, this isn't everyone's place. Like, we don't have to change who we are. No. To accommodate, even though we d- I do sometimes in my brain. But that's what I try to teach the people that work with me yeah but i think you provide everything that people are going to need you provide 80 to 90 percent if you do 80 to 90 percent then you're doing you're doing the best you could possibly do yeah right like i think if you're doing like 60 percent, then you're not trying hard enough right i mean they like when i think about like our um our point of sale system like when they're like you are at 100 percent when you are 70 percent 76 percent full like that's kind of the measure that i think of like if we're here like right here then we're in a good spot yeah, I mean, I, I think that what you provide for the community, I think is, it's not necessarily something you can measure linear or any any the, the ways that you can measure normal business because your health, your health business. Yeah. You know, like what if that person that didn't exercise but they started exercising in the works like two years ago, what if they would have literally died of cancer? Like, can you put that? Can you quantify that in money or? Right. No, because we do know one thing we do know, and everybody's pretty much on board. Exercise is a must. Yep. And if you got, are 80, you ever going to come to the works? Yeah, I don't know if I can handle. I don't know if I can handle you guys over here. <laughs> I'm so, opening um, a new studio. That's a calmer studio. Where? Mount Pleasant. Where? Right across, right in the CVS parking lot off Ben Swear. Oh snaps! It's called the Works Review. I guess uh, Carter really isn't doing her job. Nobody knows about it. Um, hey, don't be trying to I'm throw people kidding. on the I'm bus. Just that's kidding. that's, I'm that's just whack. Um, I'll be there and I'll promote that. It's breath work, meditation, slower yoga, deep stretch classes. It's like. Okay, see, that's what I need. I know, though that's, John is a big, like, like, this is a big reason. Because people only, we can only offer deep stretch classes like 7.15 at night when you're home with your family. Yeah. Like, men your age need it, he needs it. I'm like, let's offer a freaking Saturday class like that or a 12.15 or 6 a.m. or something, you know? I'm in. All right, so before we wrap, where do you work out? Um, So that's a really great question for chiropractors. (laughs) Because we are, I mean, I have stuff, I've got a little workout studio in my house. Mm -hmm. And I can do stuff there, but with me being a little bit ADD, actually a lot probably, um, chiropractic is a perfect job for me because I'm working from 8.45 to like 2.30 straight. Mm-hmm. So like I'm lifting, I'm, I'm bending over, I'm yeah. twisting, I'm squatting like for four or five hours straight, mm-hmm. no break. Mm-hmm. So like, and that's kind of perfect for my, my, uh, my personality. Yeah. You know, so working out for me is doing the opposite. Mm-hmm. Like I have to shut my brain off. Yeah. You know, so thank you for making a studio for me. Yeah, you're welcome. That we call that a work in. Oh, it's not a workout. I mean, that's you can you can you, it's good. It's both. But I mean, squatting. I mean, like I think of like workout. Like, what's it doing for your muscles? But I mean, that's the same thing. So, so for my job, I need to have. Um, I need to make sure that I have a lot of muscle endurance. Mm-hmm. So like working out hard for 60 minutes or whatever, kind of like playing soccer, isn't going to benefit the way that I work. I get it. You know, so like I'm big on 
training the way that you play. Yeah. You know, so like if I'm going to like if I'm sitting here like most people, 90 percent of the people are sitting in their computer six hours a day. You got to burn off all of that sugar in your bloodstream. Yep. You got to basically down regulate your sympathetic nervous system, which is your fight or flight nervous system. When that when that bad boss tells you you have to work on Saturday, like you got to go out there and burn that off. If you do not burn that off, you're going to have massive physiological changes that you're not going to like. Yeah. You know, but for me, I'm doing it again all day, all day long for the yeah. most part. And then I need to relax. I need to take it easy. I need to f- actively try to like be a little bit more present, you know? Mm-hmm. So Saturday morning, Saturday during the day, during the week, one of the weekday classes for that. What, over at the new studio? Yeah. Oh, we haven't set the schedule yet. What like I think? literally just signed the lease. I know, um, but what do you think in your head? I don't know. I don't, uh, I don't know. I really don't have any, I can't. You can't even this like... This is when... So this is when my brain starts to shut down. Oh, in the afternoon? Yeah. Really? Mm. Yeah. Huh. I've been up since like four. Well, that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. But then, but now I have to go home and do like my real job. What do you mean? So you mean your other job? My other job. My hard job. Your most difficult job. Absolutely. The most right? difficult job in the world. And people don't say that. Oh. I mean, I love no, coming to work. I'm yeah, like, but whoa, see you later. <laughs> a lot of people don't say that. A lot of people aren't honest. Like, they think it's like a Hallmark movie. No. No, no, I'm telling you. That I know. It's like a fucking bloodbath at my house. It is a bloodbath. You know, like <laughs> Those you, savages are out to get me. They well they're out to get everybody. I mean, you gotta referee them. But then they're so cute. Oh my god. Like Van, he's just a monster, but he is he's just beautiful. Yeah. Like in my eyes, you know? I'm like, he'll just look at me with his green eyes when and his little freckles when he's being bad. And I'm like, God made you like this on purpose. You're, so I, mean, I didn't put you outside and lock the door. I have done that. I have had to do that before actually. I've had to lock my house. Dang, we are going deep, aren't we? Um, five minutes. So okay, sorry. We got five minutes. Yeah, I mean, look, being a mom is your most rewarding job, okay? And if you're not a mom and you have a dog or a cat or whatever, it's basically the same thing. Like, the feelings that you get from being attached to another being, mm-hmm. it's, like, indescribable. Yeah. You know? So, totally. I mean, it is going to be difficult because you can't... You can't script how people are going to respond to your actions. Yeah. That's the hard part because you, I mean, you can even scream at kids, but it's out of love, right? Yeah. And you know what they're going to say? They're going to say, shut the fuck up, mom. Yeah. When they're old enough. No, I'm just kidding. They just put their earbuds on (laughs) and they just like hover. Waylon gets snappy with me now and I'm still trying to like navigate this 10 year old thing. Like the other day I was like, what did I say? He was like with like two of his buddies, they were heading out to play soccer. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, I love you, big boy. And he like looked at me. He was like, no. <laughs> I was Aww. like, I know. He don't want to be me to call him big boy in front of his friends. No, he does not. And like squeeze his ass. No, don't do that. I like, I love doing that because that's what I do with all my kids. And he mm. is like, he said, mom, you can't do that anymore. He's just trying to figure out how to be like, kind of like this little macho little guy, right? Yeah. Because their egos are so fragile. And he's so, he is so sensitive. Like, so sensitive. Um, but anyway. All right. So listen, tell our listeners where they can find you on social media. I don't even know, bro. Um, we'll put just, it in the notes. I mean... But, but all right, tell them your website, because that's actually how they can book oh, with you. Oh, Corey Chiropractic. K-H-O-U-R-I. <laughs> Chiropractic.com. Ah, that's hilarious. Okay, um, look, just remember to just try to be yourself. That's all I can say. That's all I want from people. Be yourself. And if be, you're trying to find yourself, you can come to the works. What are you talking about? Of course they're going to come to the works. <laughs> 
Um, all right, you guys, this was a great, this was a great chat. Rate us, review us, share with your friends. The more you share with your friends, the more support we can get and the longer we can keep providing with this lovely program. Namaste.